You're on deck with Ursula Camille, and this is The Triage Room. The Triage Room is a podcast that encourages and empowers listeners to overcome obstacles of pain. Pain is the physical suffering or discomfort caused by illness or injury. When we describe the type of pain we're having, we're really describing the symptoms. Once we identify the symptoms, then we can deal with the roots. Welcome to The Triage Room. You're now on deck with Ursula Camille, and this is the Triage Room. Today's topic, it is an honor. Let's take a look at Proverbs 20, verse 3. It is an honor for a man to cease from strife, but every fool will be meddling. Let's take a look at Genesis chapter 26, verses 12 through 30. Then Isaac sowed in that land and reaped in the same year a hundredfold, and the Lord blessed him. The man began to prosper and continued prospering until he became very prosperous. For he had possessions of flocks and possessions of herds and a great number of servants. So the Philistines envied him. Now the Philistines had stopped up all the wells which his father's servants had dug in the day of Abraham, his father. And they had filled them with earth. And Abimelech said to Isaac, Go away from us, for you are much mightier than we. Then Isaac departed from there and pitched his tent in the valley of Gerar. And dwelt there. And Isaac dug again the wells of water, which they had dug in the days of Abraham his father. For the Philistines had stopped them up after the death of Abraham. He called them by the names which his father had called them. Also Isaac's servants dug in the valley and found a well of running water there. But the herdsmen of Gerar quarreled with Isaac's herdsmen, saying, The water is ours. So he called the name of the well Essek. Because they quarreled with him. Then they dug another well and they quarreled over that one also. So he called his name Sitna. And he moved from there and dug another well and they did not quarrel over it. So he called its name Rehoboth. Because he said, for now the Lord has made room for us and we shall be fruitful in the land. Then he went up from there to Beersheba. And the Lord appeared to him the same night and said, I am the God of your father Abraham. Do not fear for I am with you. I will bless you and multiply your descendants for my servant Abraham's sake. So he built an altar there and called on the name of the Lord and he pitched his tent there and there Isaac's servants dug a well. Then Abimelech came to him from Gerar with Ahuzath, one of his friends and Fickle, the commander of his army. And Isaac said to them, Why have you come to me since you hate me and have sent me away from you? But they said, we have certainly seen that the Lord is with you. So we said, let there now be an oath between us, between you and us. And let us make a covenant with you that you will do us no harm since we have not touched you. And since we have done nothing to you but good and have sent you away in peace, you are now the blessed of the Lord. So he made them a feast and they ate and drank. Here we can see in Proverbs chapter 20 that it is an honor to cease from strife. The fool referenced in this scripture, one who makes it a habit to be careless of mind and body, perverse, rude in a mean-spirited way, unrefined, dense, lacking sophistication or good taste. So when it comes to the strife portion, a fool may be one that will even start the strife, but it is an honor for a man To cease from strife. So in Genesis 26, we see how Isaac didn't go back and forth when 
The herdsmen of Gerar had so much to say. The water belongs to us. He dug a well. They had something to say about the first one. He dug a second one. There was still some statements made. He moved on and did a third one. And when he did the third one, there was no complaint. There was nothing said. And as he moved along, doing what it is, putting things back in place that were done when it's before his father's death, that the Philistines called themselves filling it with the earth, putting dirt in it. He's going back fixing what his father had already done before he died. And as he's putting these wells back in position and naming them as his father did, he moved on, didn't let it bother him, didn't let it put him in a position to go back and forth. So when these herdsmen had so much to say, he dug the well, put it there. They had something to say. He moved on and did another one. They had something to say about the next one. He moved on and did another one. And then the Lord spoke and said what things would be. And Isaac continued. He knew what it was he, he came to do. He knew that these wells needed to be put back in position, put back in place where water was in them. Not just having the well, but having a well with water in it, flowing through it. So Isaac moved on. And as he went up to Beersheba, now here he is, the same ones that let him know it was time for him to go are the same ones that came back to him. Now they want to make peace. But Proverbs 20 lets us know it is an honor to cease from strife. So how Isaac handled that situation with the herdsmen of Gerar, it was an honor for him to deal with it in that way. Not going back and forth. It is easy to get on the level of one that comes in that form. And Proverbs 20 lets us know even a fool is going to try to start something. A fool will start it just to bring you down to the level of where they are. But it is an honor to cease from strife, not to go toe to toe, but to cease from it. And this comes with using wisdom. In 1 Samuel 25, David did the same thing. When Nabal responded the way that he did, when David sent his men to give a word to Nabal, and Nabal came off the way he did, which was totally unnecessary. David was angry. He had made up in his mind he was going to take out every man under the watch or under the roof of Nabal. So that's innocent blood that was about to be taken because of one man. Because what he said, his response was unnecessary. His response angered and frustrated David. But it was Abigail who stepped in and she her approach to David, when David came, he came one way, but he left with his eyes open. He left as one who ceased from strife. He did not allow his anger, his feelings, what he felt like doing in the moment to overtake him. He had an ear to hear what Abigail was advising in the moment, what Abigail was saying in the moment. And because of that, it was Nabal that was the fool. It was Nabal who operated in that space, but not David. David chose in a moment to listen to the advice that was given and he ceased from strife. Here's my moment of transparency. I know what it's like to be in that position where having to turn from strife and not engage in it, to make the decision enough is enough. I'm not going that direction. I'm not going to do it. And this is something I had to grow to. I had to learn and understand not to allow myself to be drawn in because that's a trick of the enemy. So when strife tried to rise up, I had to turn my back to it. Something I had to grow to, was it easy? No, because in the moment, feeling as if there's so much that needs to be said, there's so much 
that needs to be brought to the attention, but it's not the right time. And one thing about it, when you are in a situation where on the opposite end, the one speaking has the characteristics of what's been described being unrefined, lack of sophistication or good taste, careless of mind and body, and rude in a mean-spirited way. When that's what you're up against, don't waste your time trying to push a point. Don't waste your time trying to go back and forth. Don't waste your time trying to get the last word in. For as Proverbs 20 and 3 says, it is an honor for a man to cease from strife, but every fool will be meddling. Not a fool, every fool will be meddling. So sometimes a fool will even start it just to pull you in. So I encourage you, you find yourself in a position where strife has raised its head. Remember, it is an honor for a man to cease from strife. Let us pray. Father God, I come to you in the name of Jesus, Lord, just to say thank you. I thank you for life, health, and strength. Lord, I ask you that those that may have found themselves in a situation, God, where strife has risen its head, that, Lord, this be a time, a teachable moment, a time, God, where they be strengthened enough to turn the other way, a time, God, they be strengthened to not get entangled in the word war, that God is be a time that be strengthened to not allow themselves to be pulled down to that level of the one that's coming to provoke. God, I ask you, God, to open their eyes, open their ears, open their hearts, God, that this will be a time to receive strength. This will be a time to receive wisdom. This will be a time to receive an understanding and knowing that it is best to cease from strife. It is an honor to cease from strife. For those, God, that this may be a challenge for, God, I'm asking you in this moment, strengthen them to overcome the very thing, God, that's trying to pull them in that direction. That, God, where there's frustration, you allow there to be peace. Where there's temptation of being provoked, you allow there to be, God, the ability to resist the devil. That, God, you will continue to lead, God, and protect. Lord, I thank you, I praise you, and I glorify your name. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. You all be blessed. Thank you for joining me on deck in the triage room. To get the music you hear in this podcast or to stay connected, visit my website, UrsulaCamille.com. That's U-R-S-E-L-A-C-A-M-I-L-L-E.com. Sign up on my email list, get merch and more. Have an area of pain you want to address in the triage room? Send your email to thetriageroom at gmail.com. I'm your host, Ursula Camille, signing off. Be blessed. One touch in your life change. Did you know that Jesus reigns? One touch in your life change.